Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight, I want to talk about the racial bullseye. As many of you know, over the past few weeks, mainstream media, white white supremacist media alike, has been spreading this misnomer, or should I say not misnomer, um, this false equivalency of black people practicing racism towards Asians. And I'm here to debunk all that. But before I do, right on subject, I have to discuss this. Um, it's sports related. Now, for those who don't know, Houston, Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson was recently accused of several sexual assaults. And I have to give my thoughts on it. As a man, as a black man, and things of that nature. And what the media tries to do, not just the media, but also the law enforcement, as far as law enforcement goes, what they try to do to smear you as a black man and mess up your reputation. Now, they're giving him the Bill's Cosby treatment. They are giving him the Bill Cosby treatment in which by the numbers that instead of following any type of criminal lawsuits, any type of criminal actions for sexual assault, the first thing they do is they're going after his money. That's the first thing they're doing, going after his money. And the interesting thing about the timing of all this is, is that right when he says he wants out of Houston, that's when all these allegations start to come forth. Very interesting. And even more so than that, when he says he wants to get under that suspected white supremacist owner that he has, that says let's not let the... um. How they put the criminals run the um, asylum? Meaning the black football players who didn't want to hire a black coach until he said he wanted out of there if they didn't. And he's still leaving. But I want to talk about what they do. See, what they'll do is they'll They'll get most of these athletes. And most of the time, when people get charged with sexual assault, these are athletes that have a little hankering for white women. Let's just be completely honest. They have a little hankering for some for some man-made sex for whatever reason. Let's just be completely honest. Um, and then what they'll do is They'll have accuser after accuser after accuser come forth if they had any type of interaction with them as a black man. 
even if they rubbed against them and said, oh, excuse me, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, I felt uncomfortable. They have accuser after accuser after accuser do that in the efforts to say that not all these women could be lying. Yes, all of those women can be lying, as we've seen from the um, Bill Cosby case. And a lot of y'all, are, they, they know that most people are so, um, how can I put this? They're not willing to do research. And I talked about those people before. And I call them those send me the link motherfuckers. That's what I call them, the send me the link motherfuckers. They don't do their own research. They're too lazy to get off their behind and do their own research. They don't know how to read a law disposition and or a lawsuit for that matter. And then they'll come back to you and say, oh, they must be guilty because all the women said so. Listen, Bill Cosby, in Bill Cosby's case, his lawyers proved over and over again that the women were lying. And they still locked him up. You don't have to like it. It doesn't have to be popular, but it's the truth. It's the truth. And a lot of people are saying, and you know what the interesting thing is? And you know what? And you know what the thing is, too? This is my thing, too. I feel like that choosing somebody of sexual assault or rape, it should get the same sentence. If you falsely accuse somebody of rape and sexual assault, you should get the same sentence as that person would have got had they been convicted of raping you. Or sexual assault because you're messing with a person's reputation at that point. You're messing with a person's reputation at that point. And as always, I will give you an example. As a black man in America, there is hardly any type of racism, any type of white supremacy that I have not faced in my lifetime. I'm going to give you guys a personal example. One morning, me and my mother, when I was younger, high school student, we were headed to summer school. I had to go to summer school because I missed so many days. Told y'all about my past and why I missed so many days. But when we arrived, there were police galore. And for anybody that's from Kenner, you know once they come with one cop car, they're coming with four or five behind that, right? The police presence is heavy in Kenner. Now, I'm not thinking nothing of it. I said, listen, they must have caught somebody with some drugs because busting people with drugs at that point in time, that was their thing. They brought the dogs in. I said, somebody must have been caught Dylan on campus, and they got caught. Little did I know 
that those cops were there for me. Why were they there? Because a white girl, or shall I say a suspected white supremacist, a Becky, accused me of sexual assault. Not just sexual assault, but also rape. Falsely accused me. Now, without any type of investigation, without hearing my side of anything, the cops were ready to arrest me, according to one of my teachers, who, when he was questioned, and this is what saved me, said that she's lying. That's a complete lie. I watch that guy in class every day. He comes to class every day on time, sometimes earlier than expected. He sits in the back, stays to himself, talks to a couple people, but not too many people. And she was all up in his face and he wasn't trying to pay her no, no mind, no attention. And that's what made the cops stop from arresting me that day. Because that bitch lied on me. And as a black man in America, Every day we walk out of our house, we have to realize something. Black women too. We have a racial bullseye on our back. Rather you like it, doesn't matter. I'm just letting you know what's going on. So anytime a black man is accused of sexual assault or rape, because those are some very extreme allegations to, to place on somebody, anytime a black man is accused of rape or sexual assault, I do my due diligence before I go around saying, oh, this person is guilty. This person did that. Because some of you are so intellectually lazy that anything the mainstream media tells you, you believe them. Even though, even though they're your open enemy. You believe your open enemy about you or somebody that looks like you. Which is really and truly fucking disgusting. Because they 
will lie. And they've been lying to you your whole life. But the interesting thing is, even though somebody's been lying to you your whole life, you still will believe them over somebody that has made it their mission to tell you the truth. That has done their research. They can prove it. Bring you proof. To bring you proof. Now, you don't have to like it. But that's just what it is. And when you ask most black people out there, and this is how you can tell if a black person really knows what's going on in the world today. Ask them, are we in a race war? If they say no, then they're lying to themselves and they're lying to you. Because very clearly, black people are in a race war. And we've been in one for some time now. But unfortunately, most of y'all need a daily dose of white supremacy hitting you in your face daily on a daily basis. But I had to talk about that before I get into the meat of the show. Now, uh, recently there was this now they're saying alleged, even though he's uh, if it was a black person, the suspect, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Now he's an alleged spy shooter, even though they got him on camera doing the shit. Now that he's known to be white, a white man. Wait, wait, there was this campaign. I don't know if y'all realize, but there was this big campaign by the mainstream media to make it seem as if black people were attacking Asians. There was this mainstream attempt, and I talked about this on my last show, I think. But they tried to make, they tried to act like black people were attacking Asians to make it seem as if black people were just as racist as white people are to black people towards Asians. I know y'all gotta let let that let that certain let that um marinate a little bit in your minds, okay. But anyway, I want y'all to listen to this. Those new details in that deadly shooting spree in Georgia. The shooter in that rampage at three spas has now been charged with eight counts of murder. As we learn more about how police tracked him down. Steve Osinsami is in Atlanta with the latest. Good morning, Steve. Oh, listen. Another thing is this, too. Isn't it funny? Not ha-ha. Not even a fucking coincidence. I would say ironic, but I'm saying in a rhetorical manner. Isn't it funny that all of these, every time there's a mass shooter, they always seem to be brought in peacefully when they're white. Have you ever noticed that? Have you noticed that? That white shooters, i.e. Dylan Roof, hell, Timothy McVeigh, every time there's some domestic terrorism involving white people or white male, they are always brought in safe. 
with maybe the assumption of the Las Vegas shooter. Oh no, yeah, that Las Vegas shooter. A lot of y'all forgot about him. With the exception of him, maybe, because we still haven't seen a body or whatever. I don't know what then what happened with that. But anyway, I digress. Listen. Good morning to you, Robin. There are a lot of intense discussions here about potential hate crimes and whether those possible hate crimes will be against women, Asians, or both. Uh, hate crimes black people have been experiencing hate crimes for over goddamn 400 years in this country we have had laws written against us we have had crime bills thanks to crime bill joe against us, targeting us. But nobody, when black people are killed, nobody's saying this is a hate crime. Lamont Aubrey, he was gunned down just by running through somebody's house. Ain't nobody said it was a hate crime. Tamir Rice, race soldiers pulled up and blew his brains out while he was playing with a toy gun. Didn't ask no questions. Didn't bring him in safely, an 11-year-old boy. Wasn't no damn hate crime. Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, I could be all day. Sandra Blaine. Ain't nobody said nothing about no hate crime then. But when you're involved in honorary white supremacists, then I guess it's a hate crime then. And y'all can check out y'all can check check out my episode on that when I was talking about honorary earrings. When Hitler called the Asians. Honorary Aryans. But now all of a sudden, though, we talk about hate crimes against women, against Asians. Okay. Okay. Authorities in Georgia this morning say that the accused gunman who killed eight people here is admitting to the shootings. Some guy came in and hit the gun, so everybody heard the gunshot. Georgia investigators say that 21-year-old Robert Aaron Long, a white man who they've now charged, is guilty of the deadliest mass murder since 2019. Officers say they were... Robert Aaron Long. He's been accused, y'all, even though he admitted to it. Now... Now they're trying to come up with some cocky mamie reason for him shooting everybody. And they're saying he had a sex addiction addiction, and things like that. It's always some type of mental problem. They'll make up a mental problem that's out the blue for these white supremacists, suspects. They will make up anything to quit for, to stop them from doing jail, jail time. Forgive me, I got tongue-tied. But they would do anything to stop them from doing time or to make the sentence just a little bit more lenient to the judge. But let's, let's let the media continue to talk, the mainstream media.
were able to track him down thanks to his parents who saw these surveillance pictures and told police that this was him. Police were then able to track his cell phone and caught up with him south of Atlanta. They believe if they hadn't stopped him, he would have continued driving to Florida, gunning down more victims. We were contacted by uh, members. Interesting enough, he was driving to Florida from Atlanta. That's a, that's a little drive there. Um, I wonder what part of Florida he was going to. I wonder. But my point is this. Black people in the media, they will portray you as being gangsters. They will portray you as being thugs. Black people ain't out here mass murdering people. Typically, that's not what we do. All of this domestic terrorism. Most of the time it's done by white males. The most privileged people in the United States. It's very interesting. You're the most privileged people, but still you have to murder. Why? I know the answer, by the way. But I want y'all to think about it for a moment before I give it to you. The family uh, indicating that that may be their, their uh, son. They're very distraught. Uh, uh, and um, they were very helpful in uh, in this apprehension police say he killed eight people at three spas in the atlanta area six of his eight alleged victims were asian women we need to make sure we have any asian spas we need to be checking on them investigators say that based on their interviews the attack was more about violence against women we are not about to so it wasn't about race then a homeless black person pushes down an asian man then it's about race. Then black, then black Americans are targeting Asians. But this wasn't about race, even though he was about to get ready to drive to Florida and kill up some old people. Atlanta, listen to you, mayor. Listen to your mayor, Atlanta. Get into victim blaming, victim shaming here. And less about race. They say the spas he attacked were businesses he visited before. He apparently has an issue, uh, what he considers a, a, a sex fiction, and sees these locations as something that allows him to, to, um, to go to these places. And, and it's a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. Police have not yet ruled this out as a hate crime. The killings come at a time when violence against Asian Americans is growing, thanks in part to racist tropes surrounding the coronavirus. Overnight, thousands showed up at vigils across the... Hey, when they say racist tropes um, surrounding the coronavirus, they're talking about black people, y'all. They're talking about black Americans. You don't have to like it. That's what they're talking about. Now, 
I'm calling for this right now. Publicly, I'm calling for this right now. Black Americans as a whole, especially in New Orleans, there needs to be a complete exodus towards Asian businesses. A complete exodus. And it's time for black Americans to start supporting your own black American products. You don't have to go to these Asian businesses for these products that you want. And you know that. I'm calling for a complete exodus. It's been time that we started supporting our own. It's been time that we start economically supporting our own and backing up our own people and not paying for our own goddamn destruction. It's been time for that. But let's continue. Country to mourn this loss of life. It's a show of support from a community that is terrified and doing something about it. Also this morning, the spokesperson for the sheriff's office. There are a lot of concerns about this statement, which many feel appears to sympathize with the shooter and not his alleged victims. I spoke with investigators. They interviewed him this morning, and I, uh, they got that impression that, yes, he, he understood um, the gravity of it, and he was pretty much fed up and kind of at the end of his rope, and, uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. A number of there's your sheriff, Atlanta. There's your sheriff employed by your mayor. But anyway, these women who were killed were Korean immigrants, and the Korean consulate tells us this morning that they are working to get their bodies sent back to their families for funerals. We are continuing to think of those families. But Steve, going back to what that officer who described this tragedy as, quote, a bad day for the shooter, many outraged. Not only did they feel that he was sympathizing with the shooter, but empathizing with him, Steve. You know why? Because he's a goddamn white, suspected white supremacist. <laughs> he's on cold. A lot of people felt like he wasn't just sympathizing with her. He was empathizing with her. Because he's a goddamn white supremacist. Suspected. He was having a bad day. So, you know, he just felt like shooting up some people. I get it, man. That's what the sheriff was saying. And we still got people acting oblivious to this whole system. Oh, I get it, man. He was having a bad day. Some people say he was having a bad day. So, you know, he just shot some people up, took some lives. Oh, well. Oh, well, 
black Americans, we deal with this on a daily basis from white supremacists. You don't never hear no, you don't never hear no empathy or no sympathy for us. I'm just saying. We got these black people on these TV news shows talking about some, oh, uh, there was an outrage for this and that. Black people, we never had no outrage. We never get no outrage like that. If we do, it's disingenuous. But we have a racial bullseye on our back, man. And people are playing around. Do you know how dangerous it is out here now? It's too dangerous to be playing around out here. See, when a see when a white supremacist numbers get low, which they are the minus the birth rate at this point, when those numbers start to dwindle, then they start acting out violently. Not strategically, not spiritually, they don't pray about it. They start acting out violently. That's when you start getting people shot up and things like that. And for that sheriff to say that, that says a lot. Now, I think that might just be a little test run for when they want to go shoot up some black spies or some black hairdressers or something like that in Atlanta. So black people of Atlanta, be on guard. Be on guard. Have your shit together. Because these white supremacists are not playing out here with you. They got them in the sheriff's office, obviously. Obviously. But let's continue. People were screaming about this at the 24-hour spas last night. Um, you know, it's it's upset a great deal of people of, of all colors who feel that, um, that the police um, aren't on the side based on that statement of the Asian victims in this case. Um, but I did talk with police who say that you know, they wish that this officer had used different words, and they believe what he was saying is what the alleged shooter told investigators, that he was trying to repeat that and basically didn't use the right words. I will tell you that lawmakers, Asian lawmakers here in Georgia are reacting to this. They're going down to the state house today to talk with other lawmakers about what needs to be done to better protect these populations. Yeah, because... Now, just oppose that. Even in New Orleans, just oppose that to your black elected officials when a black man is gunned down in the neighborhoods. How many of them go talk to other lawmakers 
about protecting black Americans. Now, these people are talking about the Koreans are trying to get their bodies back over there to their country, meaning that they were immigrants. These were Asians that weren't even supposed to be on American soil for that long. But black Americans who have built this country, we don't get the same amount of treatment from our own elected officials. Hell, we don't get the same type of treatment from our goddamn newscasters. Nobody's asking those questions. We've had countless black Americans die under the Washington Obama administration. A supposedly black man, but you know, we won't go there. On the black elected officials. Hell, Keisha Bottoms in Atlanta. What has she done to protect black Americans in that city? She has access to all the lawmakers. Can we make some laws to make killing unarmed black people a hate crime? Or give punishment to race soldiers that do that? In a majority black city, can we do that? So that's why when I say, when I talk about voting, voting is very pointless without an economic base. And I'm here to tell you right now, I've been beating a drum on this for the longest, over a year now. Black people in New Orleans, if you do not get your shit together, You will be gentrified out of New Orleans. The culture of New Orleans will cease to exist. We have to come together before we fall separately. That was today's show of Truth to Power. Thank you guys for joining me. But before I go, I want to say that the Wolves Only app is out. And I want to thank everybody for supporting it and downloading it. Thank you. The Bulls only app is out. If you don't have it, go get it. Go get it. Soon enough, I'm going to start adding meal plans and workout regimens and showing you what to do in the gym 
to help better your fitness goals and things of that nature. But if you don't have it, download the Wolves Only app. It is out. W-O-L-V, the letter, the number three, S, only fitness. It's out. Ready to go on Google Play and um, Apple stores. Thank you to everybody that's joined me tonight. I just spoke truth to power. You guys have a good night.